0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Cozy Christmas Podcast. My name is Art. Uh, My guest today is going to be Rhea Stevens. She has a brand new Christmas album out that I love just as much as her first two. And I was really excited to have her back on the show. Um, So a couple things real quick before we get to the interview. One is if you go to my Bookshelf Odyssey YouTube channel, uh, I have been posting some videos there talking about A Christmas Carol and its 180th anniversary and talking about some of my favorite parts of the book, my favorite characters, my f- uh, favorite scenes, some of the history behind it. Not, not really anything in depth, but just kind of an introduction to the story. So again, that's Arts Bookshelf Odyssey on YouTube and I will put the link to that channel in the show notes. And then also on the podcast, I've been reading... Christmas at Thompson Hall by Anthony Trollope. I really have enjoyed reading that. I hope you have enjoyed listening. And that's really all the news I have right now. We've got a few more episodes left between now and Christmas. Time is just flying by so quickly. I hope that you have been enjoying it and and making some special memories with you and your family. Well, I'm looking forward to the interview today with Rhea Stevens. She's really become such a positive influence on the social medias through uh, the power and messaging of her songs. Uh, She's an incredibly skilled singer-songwriter. And if you have not heard her sing yet, you just need to go to uh, reahstevens.com and check out all of her albums. She has, as far as Christmas goes, uh, the new one out this year is called Santa's Taken Over the Town. And then there is uh, one called Celebrate. And then the second album is called Tis the Season, which I think is probably my favorite of her albums. Although uh, the first album has Jingle Jangle on it, which is pretty fantastic. But anyway, enough rattling for me. Uh, You're here to hear Rhea Stevens. Let's go ahead and head up to the interview loft. We'll see what Rhea's been up to this past year. (coughs) Welcome back to the Cozy Christmas Podcast. My guest today is a repeat guest and friend of the show. Her name is Rhea Stevens. If you don't know her, then you haven't been listening very long. So, (laughs) Rhea, welcome back to the Cozy Christmas Podcast.
1: Thank you. It's great to see you.
0: Well, and and to further out your your resume here, you're not just a, a guest on my show, but you're a musician, songwriter. You've got a brand new album out. That's fantastic. Um, It's called Santa's Taken Over the Town. For those wondering, I I think the third one is just as good as the first two. Lightning has struck three times here for you. So you must be (laughs) so proud of your album.
1: Thank you very much. That makes me so happy to hear.
0: I got a chance to listen to it the other night and got to listen to it as walking around town. All the Christmas lights in town have just been turned on. And it was a really wonderful uh, moment of of Christmassiness, so. <laughs>
1: I'm so glad.
0: Yeah, well, tell us a little bit about uh, the album here, the story behind your latest one. What made you circle back to Christmas again?
1: Well, um, it's interesting. This is an all original uh, Christmas album, so no covers mm-hmm. on this. These are all brand new Christmas songs, and I was not planning to make a Christmas album. I was actually. Um, In 2022, early in 2022, I made the decision to um, move out of Los Angeles after 23 years of living there and move to uh, Northern California to be closer to family. And I was plan. I remodeled my place. Um, There was so much going on and I was not planning on making an album at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like, no, my (laughs) my to-do list is crazy and the house is gonna be torn apart. And um, while I was up in Northern California, um, just out running some errands, an acquaintance said, hey, you know, if you're moving up here, you really need to get in touch with uh, Brian Steckler. He's a fantastic producer and Mm -hmm. um, he lives in Granite Bay and you should reach out to him. And I kind of tucked it back here you know in my mind and wrote it in my long-term to do's and a couple months into the year um he had posted on social media hey you know if any if there are any artists out there that want to make christmas music um you know i'd love to mm-hmm. and I reached out to him casually and said hi, you know I happen to make a lot of Christmas music and i'd like to make more eventually but I just wanted to reach out and introduce myself and say hi. I'm gonna be living in northern California in a year, so can I call you when I get up there and maybe take you to coffee and we can see what possibilities might be some fun avenues musically and he said well. I'd love to work on something now. Do you have anything that we, you know, we can just swap files. And I said, well, I have a couple of songs that are already written. They're not seasonal. One is called be my man. The other one is the flame and they're just piano vocals right now with all the background vocals, you know, embedded. It's, those are all going to stay. And he said, send them over, you know, send them over and let me see what I can do. And within a couple of weeks we finalized, those songs, it was the smoothest working experience I had ever had. There just wasn't a whole lot of, um, there weren't a whole lot of notes back and forth. It was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, that, you know, that works. And we wrapped them up so quickly. And, um, then I had taken a a writing retreat just to go write, not to record, Mm -hmm. um, out to Temecula, California in the wine country for a week at this place called the Dorland Arts Colony, and um, just got some song seeds started for like four Christmas songs. Those were Don't Be Late, Santa's Taken Over the Town, uh, Me, Myself and I, uh, and Spread a Little Love for Christmas, those four. And um, I just kind of sent them half-baked, you know? They were like, I had the choruses and the, and the pre's and maybe a verse here or there. And we finished those like within a month and a half, like recorded them. And and then I was still a few months away from starting the remodel. And so we had time to do a few more. So we did a few more and then I moved up here and um, we ended up doing a few songs for some Lifetime movies um we've gone on and done a lot of stuff for lifetime over the past year and then we did three four more christmas songs and by the by the end of like well by early um 2023 the whole record was done christmas album was done and it was like okay <laughs> well it was just so natural um yeah. so we just did it and i think the the fun comes through in it because it wasn't I mean, yes, there were times that were um, challenging during it. I mean, sometimes some songs really like were a challenge, but by and large, this this Santa's Taken Over the Town record was a breeze in comparison to albums I've done in the past.
0: That's good. It's got to be a relief for you, too. <laughs> kind of. Yeah,
1: it's wonderful to. Um, it was a great invitation to Northern California because I was thinking, well, I'll just swap files back and forth with my Los Angeles music team and hope that that's going to work long term. Um, because making a move like that and leaving, um, you know, leaving the my stomping grounds where where my whole music team lives was a big risk, and it ended up being okay. So big relief,
2: yeah.
0: I really, like I said, enjoyed the album and just from the first song, uh, that's probably one of my favorite ones on there. It's, uh, I love the the orchestra kind of sound to it that I, I was just imagining it on, on stage with, you know, live orchestra and being sung. That would be something to hear.
1: That song was, I mean, that's like a, that really shows off Ryan's, uh, orchestration, mm-hmm. um, prowess. I mean, I think, I think he worked on that for like 30 hours. (laughs) (laughs) That was a big, that was the last song that was written for the album. And I, it was interesting to me because I just wrote that introduction on piano Mm -hmm. with the, you know, the eighth note kind of rhythm going on in the left hand and the melody Mm -hmm. in the right and for that song i just thought that it would be a vignette that would mm-hmm. weave like a, like an instrumental vignette that would weave in between songs throughout the album and i i brought it to him and said i don't really know what this is but to me it sounds like like just an instrumental that could that could weave in and out of songs and mm. um I don't know how much time we have because it was like we were cutting it close to to finishing the album and he said well wouldn't it be wouldn't it be better if it were a full song and I said yeah it would be that would be amazing I mean if I had my way with the world, <laughs> it would be the most grand piece on the album and it would um, really feel like a big effusive invitation to begin the festivities and it would be the first song on the album i would like open it like you know christmas is coming and 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 he said okay um but i had so many release things to do assets to create and all that kind of stuff and Mm -hmm. i said i i don't know but all i all i can see right now is just a vignette that weaves between songs and i just left it at that and then a couple days later he sent me a full blown song you know the whole thing tracked out with the verses and the the choruses and the the orchestration um not fully done but yeah. mostly there orchestration wise and he already had a melody written so <laughs> wow. that whole melody is is his and i was so glad that he did honestly because i was listening to it going I don't want to step on this orchestra in in any way. What you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because that orchestra is so beautiful. I almost just wanted it to be an instrumental. Yeah. And um so he wrote the melody which like hardly anybody that I work with ever writes melodies. So that was really fun. I just wrote the lyrics. Uh, to his melody, but I was part of writing the instrumental, which was really cool. Just that intro, and uh, it's one of my favorite pieces too. I'm, I'm glad you pointed that one out. It just feels so like Christmas from a Victorian era, really.
0: That's so funny because that those are exactly the kind of the, the vibes and feelings and impressions I was getting from listening to the song. So uh, it's that's amazing that music can share a story like that even when you don't know the story
1: (laughs) yeah like even though you've never lived through it it's it's i picture um the horse-drawn carriages Mm -hmm. through town and um it just it harkens back to that golden age of christmas right when things were very difficult but you know we romanticize it (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah, yeah, guilty.
1: Like we'd want to go back there again when we really wouldn't. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I always say I wouldn't mind uh going back in time, but just for a visit, you know. I just for a visit. Maybe a couple hours, you know. Pops. <laughs> right. I I would miss my air conditioning. Um <laughs> I'd miss the internet, you know, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> Yeah. i am, yeah. I'm too modern. Bathing
1: every day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, those things.
0: In, indoor plumbing, you know, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of a thing, you know. Yep, a little yep. Luxury.
0: Uh antibiotics, you know. I mean. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Penicillin.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then uh you had mentioned uh, you had a chance to be in some uh, your your music has been in some uh movies this summer or this year. Uh and including one um looked like and I don't know the name of the movie, I can't remember, but the the lady was a singer and she was using your track to to lip sync to so is your voice coming out of
2: her
1: yes well the that was for um secrets of a celebrity nanny and mm. that it's a lifetime movie and it's uh it stars yolanth cabu who is a very famous beautiful um actress from spain mm. and the movie is kind of like i would call it a modern day bodyguard the bodyguard mm-hmm. And she is uh Yolanth plays um jay gray, her character who is a a very famous singer who's um making a comeback of sorts and she's in danger somebody on her team is uh is after her and i am i wrote and uh Saying the songs in the movie that she's lip syncing to. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a song called uh, "A Love Party, which I wrote with South Park composer, Jamie Dunlap. Uh, and Yeah, Yeah, We Got It, which I wrote with my friends, John Kubis and Gene Siegel. We are the Dane kids. We've had that, that band for a long time, it's really fun. And um, the song that Brian and I wrote for the movie, like specifically um, to to fill a spot that for a song that wasn't written beforehand was Ride or Die. And that's the big moment in the movie when um, she decides she's making the decision to um, make better choices for her family. And mm-hmm. so that song, it was interesting because I based it off of my life saying to myself, you know, from my higher self to myself, I'll Mm -hmm. be your ride or die, I'll hold your hand, you'll be all right. And really it was for me about the fear of leaving Los Angeles after 23 years of being there. And when you live in Los Angeles and you work in Los Angeles in the entertainment industry, I think there's this false um, feeling that you get that everything revolves around Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. that you have to be there to, uh, seize the day and, and have all the career opportunities and you have to hustle 24 seven and do all of that. Um, but during the pandemic, I had so much time to see my family and it would just became a non-negotiable that I needed to, um, just, um, really reprioritize my priorities. And so ride or die was telling my fearful self like there's nothing here but pain and more of the same. It's all gonna be the same nonsense, whether you you stay here another 10 years or you you come and visit once a year, it's gonna be the same thing. So mm-hmm. just go, just go and trust. And so it was really interesting to move to California to find a great musical partner to work with up here Mm-hmm. And to have a song called Ride or Die about my moving experience, all in the same year that I moved. Um, so, all of that fear of leaving, I mean, I had been wanting to leave for a decade. Yeah. And it's just interesting when you surrender, um, doors open.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like moving north has been a very positive experience for you then.
1: I am so happy. Yeah. I'm so much happier and I think it actually comes through in the, in the music. It's, it's yeah. so beautiful up here. I mean, I love, I have had no family nearby for 23 mm-hmm. years. So it was just kind of me, um, you know, just hustling through. And now that I've got family nearby, so much family nearby, um, Every day's interesting. Every day's mm-hmm. different. It's not, um, I don't know, just somebody is always coming along to fill up your cup when you're mm-hmm. on empty. And mm-hmm. then you're filling up their cup when they're on empty. And um, it's hard in the city. You can have wonderful friends. Um, but man, that it's like the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak type of thing. You just can't do yeah. the traffic. You just cannot see your people, you can't be there for them and they can't be there for you because it is physically too draining to sit in that traffic and figure it out.
0: You know, look at places like, you know, LA or New York city and think, how, how can you survive there? I'm scared of traffic.
1: (laughs) You know, (laughs) I think, I mean, if you live in Manhattan and you're walking everywhere, I think that's great. I mean, I think, all of, I mean, Manhattan is so much more, things are more feasible because you have the subway, but in Mm -hmm. Los Angeles, you are hard pressed to get more than one errand done in a day, one or two. You're just, you have to plan everything out. And even the time that it takes to plan out your day is another thing on your to-do list. I mean, up here, I just go. I just, Mm -hmm. and it, you know and before i know it things are done and i have the whole rest of the day and um mm. it's wonderful
0: so was last year your first christmas up there or, or is that coming up this year as far as living in north california uh, i moved california? Up here
1: in july of 2022 okay so this is my second uh, christmas okay. up here where i'm you know planted
0: what uh, so what things are you looking forward to this year uh as far as celebrating christmas
1: I love walking to coffee shops with my niece. Mm-hmm. She's uh 21 and, um, she's fabulous. We have spent so much time together. Um, right. I love just, uh, t- we go to the zoo together. We just, I don't know, you know, we go get our nails done, stuff like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, baking with my mom, uh, going up to apple hill i don't know if you've ever heard of apple hill in placer county but it's all apple orchards oh wow pear orchards and wineries and um it's i mean you go up there and you like you're in some kind of fantastical picturesque uh fantasy Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) it's so beautiful up there yeah i going to Lake Tahoe for the day and just spending some time in the snow, um, just simple things. I
0: know you've been putting out some videos on your social media and things, and sometimes it looks like you're some, you are some—you found somewhere really beautiful and, and you're filming and talking about things, and uh, I've really enjoyed watching those
1: that's the backyard, baby. I don't even have to go. It's so funny. Like <laughs> You would have to see in Los Angeles. You would have to um, pay a filming fee, you know, to, to go and, and do something like that. And I walk out my back door uh-huh. and it's right there. Yeah. It's you just don't have to travel to, to find it.
0: You know, in Iowa, we get, made fun of that there's nothing here but flat cornfields but I I live in a pretty hilly area of Iowa and there's some woods nearby and it it doesn't take me long to find some beautiful patch of nature just to to get out and enjoy and I love that I love that
1: (laughs) yeah it's it's really um re-energizing
0: it is we just had some snow uh when was it Saturday uh which which has kind of been fun because we were heading into fall we were having warmer than average weather and and then uh now it's we had we had about an inch or two um over saturday night and it was fun because my my daughter kept watching the the weather app on her phone saying oh it's there's flurries they're saying it's gonna snow you know she's just giving me a hourly update here and i'm like i don't think it's gonna do much it's you know it's it's don't get too excited but I was wrong. Sure enough, in the morning, everything's covered in snow and it's just beautiful and not too deep where it's a huge hassle. It was, you know, just a couple inches and easily cleaned up and readily enjoyed. So, yeah, it was great.
1: For a child, that is everything. That is so exciting. Yeah. (laughs) That is so exciting. I remember being in... Um, I think the fourth grade and Mr. Bergeson, my teacher uh, back then, it was you, you only had the newspaper to figure mm-hmm. out when the sun was going to rise, when it was going to set, what time and um, the weather, you know, the, the weather uh, patterns for the mm-hmm. week were all in the newspaper. And I was obsessed with that. I used to go to my dad the same way. Hey, guess what? <laughs> we're going to have frost. there's going to be frost all over the grass at 5 a.m tomorrow can we set the alarm
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know and depending where you live that might be the only thing close to snow you get so (laughs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) going back again to your album just uh, a question looking at the album as a whole uh what what's the message that you hope people take away from your your christmas album
1: oh well when I was putting the song order together, it felt appropriate to put spread a little love for Christmas at the, at the very end
2: Mm -hmm.
1: to close out the album, because I think that's what the album is saying. Spread a little love. I mean, even some of those songs that are nestled in there, like early winter, um, which is about lessons learned the hard way. Mm -hmm. Um, Me, myself, and I, which is really about, I mean, I have held enough, steady gigs in bars and clubs to have known people who have been estranged uh, from their families at Christmas time and spending Christmas after Christmas after Christmas Christmas in the bar Mm -hmm. alone. Um, And let's see the other one. uh, Welcome. uh, Welcome one and all, which is about widening the welcome table Mm -hmm. and just dropping your judgments and saying, I don't care what you believe. I don't care what you don't believe whatever you're just come on in
2: mm-hmm. have
1: a seat i mean even those songs that are more melancholy i think are still um saying the same thing which is um let's do better next time you know mm-hmm. let's let's do better this christmas um and let's just spread a little love let's yeah. spread a little love so I think that that is what uh what this album is saying is is it's a very fun uh record but I think the underlying um thread through the whole thing is just be more loving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all it takes it just Yeah.
0: You know. Well, and and Christmas is a great time for that, you know. My favorite Christmas stories at at its heart have that's that theme of of redemption of second chances of, yeah. of doing something better next time uh if, if you're you know lucky enough or blessed enough to have that second chance um take it yes yeah uh, one of my favorite parts in a christmas carol uh, it, it's in the book but it, sometimes it's portrayed differently in, in films but it's it's towards the end when scrooge Okay, spoiler alert here. (laughs) Okay, so you you don't know what I'm talking about, but Scrooge, you know, he he gets his second chance and he goes to his nephew Fred's house and takes him up on that invitation for dinner and says, Will you let me in? And I think that sentence has such weight to it, you know, not just will you let me into your house, but will you let me into your home, into your family? I think it's a profound sentence. And
1: it is a profound sentence. And there, I mean, the holidays are not happy for everybody, right? And just even, no matter what your, um, I mean, if even if your life is pristine and sparkling, in mm-hmm. areas of family and um, money and uh, relationships, I mean, and work, all of it, there's somebody who's, uh, who's, who's not, you know, who's at the very end of that, that spectrum. Mm -hmm. And so how much does it really cost you to say, come on in and just tell me about how things are going and Mm
2: -hmm.
1: let me just pour you something. It doesn't cost you a whole lot to do that. And it might mean the world. To somebody who's really down and out, and I have I have known those people who are down and out, and it's low, low, low. Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember just I would be just doing uh, you know sets of piano vocals sometimes around the holidays uh, in in bars. I mean, I really needed the money, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) so I would just be you know my tip jar was there and whatever, but it just meant so much. Um, that some of those people at the bar, uh, had somebody, um, to talk to Mm -hmm. like me, who, or anybody at the bar, I mean, the bartenders, anybody who was not judging them Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and just listening and just laughing with Mm -hmm. them. About certain things that was their gift yeah at christmas time that was the and who knows how far that mustard seed goes right in terms of healing I me mean, maybe it goes down the drain i don't know um but in that moment um everybody feels connected it's it's the human it's the it's the human connection it's not like you know and it's really easy to say that when you don't have a lot of water under the bridge with somebody and i understand that um
0: <laughs> sometimes i mean sometimes relationships break and and yeah. there's just no fixing it short of yeah. a miracle but you know i something i i try to do and i really learned this from from my wife is it's you know at christmas time it's so easy to get frustrated with people it seems like that time of year more than any time but you know to remember, I don't know what they're going through. You know, you get the grumpy person checking you out at the grocery store or they're stressed or whatever. And it's, it's like, you know, don't respond back with with that respond back with joy or happiness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just like, you know, what, what, whatever you project into onto water changes Mm -hmm. the water. Mm -hmm. And these are the things, I mean, sometimes I'll be just driving, driving in my car and that, you know, that all of the thoughts about whatever it is, you know, all of that, that chatter. And I'll just, sometimes when I'm more aware, (laughs) I'll have to say to myself, you have thought about this all day now. You're, you're, that wheel is spinning the same thought over and over and over. Mm -hmm. Just stop. Just stop. Mm -hmm. Just stop. Because who, what are you spewing onto other people around you with this constant? Because a lot of times I think people don't even know they're just, they're in their head and they don't even realize how grumpy they're coming off or how they're affecting other people. They're just in here. They're just, they're just in their heads yeah Um, living in a reality that is not happening in this moment it's happening in their mind
0: i love how christmas gives us that opportunity to to make a personal connection with someone like that somebody you don't even know and you can just really make their day my my daughter she's um she's 14 now and she's been working part-time downtown we have a we're small rural town and and there's a lot of antique stores in town and she got a job working there at an antique store just one day a week her boss during this past weekend we had um the town had a big Christmas kickoff um a lot of store sales and events going on and so her boss had her and a friend come and sing Christmas carols in her store while people were shopping and so I stopped by um you know the, the dutiful good dad to embarrass my daughter and <laughs> <laughs> well what was what was neat is there there were several um elderly people, I recognize some of them from town and, and they were just standing there smiling, watching the two girls sing. They weren't shopping, you know, they, they just heard their music, stopped to listen and it made their day. Yeah. And Grace, she, she told me like, oh, uh, we, we, we did this one song bad and I was flat here, you know, as a musician, you're probably always, <laughs> you know, I could have done that better. And I I'm like, Grace, you should have seen the looks in these people's faces. You yeah. just made their day.
1: And, you know, that's the thing. I mean, when I watch the way that elderly people respond to those things, it actually reminds me that of how much we're missing because we're in the hustle years Mm -hmm. of, of our, our prime, you know, we, Mm -hmm. we've got to earn a living. We've got goals and ambitions. Um, And when you get, into your your twilight years, there's not any goals anymore.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So you're more in the moment than ever, and really maybe seeing things clearly and appreciating things fully mm-hmm. <laughs> like you never did before. Yeah, um, and so just because maybe people are passing by your daughter's performance and not even noticing it does not mean that it's not valuable or delightful or to be appreciated. I mean, that's the thing is somebody who's coming in, who's appreciating it fully shows you the value of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess uh, I got a couple of questions more here. I want to ask you about Christmas, but uh, just to kind of sum up everything, I think we've solved the world's problems here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> be, be kind to each other. If
1: only we could tweak human nature a little bit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> go there go along you are.
1: with our plan. <laughs>
0: exactly, yeah. I think it's at the heart here of, you know, honoring Christmas in our hearts and, and keeping it all the year is that, that connection, that spirit, that judgment-free acceptance, you know, we can extend to people. Um, Goodness knows they probably receive enough, we we all do, enough judgment from others.
1: Well, and from ourselves. I mean, we're so, so hard on ourselves. So sometimes when somebody, you know, sees you for being wonderful, even if you're in a bad place, or even if you're not even a bad place, but just in a, in a, in a season of being hard on yourself or not appreciating yourself or thinking, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not successful enough blah, 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 blah. All of that stuff that we have going on when somebody, I mean, I know. You know, I, had a, 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 I have a favorite aunt, my aunt Irene. And every time I would see her, you know, as a kid, as a teenager, as a young adult, um, she just, oh, I'm so glad to see you and mm-hmm. tell me about everything that's going on. And oh, my goodness. And I remember when we did this and I remember when we did that. All of my, all of a sudden, I'm in the moment with her. Mm-hmm. And I'm appreciating her, and she's appreciating me, and we're sharing this um, this space together that is sacred.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's all of a sudden not. I mean, so many Christmas parties you walk into, and the host is really stressed out, and you try to help, and they're snapping at you, or you're, um, or you're the one hosting everything, and you just feel, um. Like it's not perfect enough you're you're running late or you're running behind on this or that and everything all the good stuff gets missed when we're in that state Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it it all just passes us by so yeah i mean there's i think the the pressure of perfectionism is the holidays is tyrannical first of all i think every woman in my family is trying to compete with the woman a generation older (laughs) and how perfectly they did everything um and it's all self-imposed because really all anybody wants is to feel wonderful Mm. they Mm -hmm. don't want the the perfect everything they want you they want they want that sacred space i think
0: oh i know like my my mother-in-law she was a a professional cake decorator and so then, when my my wife, when we had our first kid, and uh, I can't remember if it was his first or second birthday, she just remembered all the beautiful cakes her mom made for her, and then she tried to do it for her for our son, and you know didn't didn't it come out what the way she was hoping? And she <laughs> she's in tears, you know, over this cake. And I thought it looked great, but you know, like, I, I'm her husband, so I have to say that. <laughs> but. <laughs> And uh, like, my mom always made it so special and everything. And, and she she's kind of learned to accept that. And, you know, I mean, her mom was a professional, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's like comparing apples to oranges kind of in, in that sense. But, you know, what, what our kids appreciate is the fact that, you know, she was there. She was wanting to make it special. Like you were saying, it's yeah. providing that personal connection and, and fun. You know, we're going to remember the fun we had. Necessarily, That's necessarily what you're going to remember. Yeah.
1: You're going to remember the fun that you had. I know. And everybody has different gifts and things that they enjoy. I mean, wouldn't it be wonderful if we, I mean, it probably made your mother-in-law happy to be making those cakes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she, she had it down to a science, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And it made people so happy when they saw that cake. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was filling her up. Too, mm-hmm. but if your if your wife is doing it and it's completely stressful, it's stressful for everybody in the family. <laughs> That's yeah. the thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, oh uh, yeah. She she's got, and I, I don't want to this to sound critical at all, uh, you know. But she she's definitely improved over the years just through practice. You know, it's
1: yeah, it's the expectations we put on ourselves. Yeah,
0: it, it's like anything. If you know, you can't very likely you're not going to be an expert. The first time you try something you know and it takes right. growth yeah yeah well i um i want to uh i've got some christmas questions here i want to i want to bounce off you to see if we can get to know you and your uh your christmas tastes a little bit uh better here i i love i love it when uh my guests and i we, we always ramble and get off topic and things it's always <laughs> it's so fun but uh the real pressing qu- christmas questions here um First of all, during Christmas, do you like eggnog better or hot
1: cocoa? Um, I like making eggnog lattes. Mm. So, but sometimes I'll, I'll do the cocoa lattes too, but an eggnog Mm. latte with some oat milk, um, get that all frothing. It's delicious.
0: That's, uh, yeah, I've actually got that in my coffee cup right now. I've got, I made some coffee and splashed some eggnog in it and Perfect. <laughs> yeah.
1: So good.
0: Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. Good. Uh, so far you're, you're, uh, you're on, um, you're, you're still invited on next time. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> I haven't gotten the gong yet.
0: No. Nah, yeah. 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 <laughs> How about this one? Which, which of your family members, maybe yourself included is likeliest to wait until the last minute to finish Christmas shopping.
1: Uh, That would be my dad. Okay. <laughs> my dad every year is, I mean, I remember from the time I was eight years old just frantically wrapping gifts with him, um, on Christmas Eve, mm. even, yeah, that, that's, my dad.
0: Yeah. I don't know if that's a guy thing. Cause I, I would say <laughs> myself, I wouldn't, I would say that was me. Uh, although until lately, uh last few years, I've gotten better because of Amazon, which, you know, I'm sorry mm-hmm. for feeding the evil empire, but um, <laughs> I, can, I can go shopping on Amazon. <laughs> it's yeah. I, don't, I don't have to deal with crowds. I don't have to deal with stores. You know, I could just yeah. uh, do it from Amazon home. Amazon
1: takes the excuse away.
0: Yeah. Um, although there's still a few years where I have to wrap a picture of the present that's still coming. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> Uh, That's okay. It just stretches
1: it out. That's all.
0: That's right. Exactly. Christmas is more than just one day. So,
1: (laughs) Hey, there's a Ted talk all about procrastinators and and how some procrastinators actually come up with the better uh, solutions because they're actually working Mm -hmm. out, you know, kinks in the, in -hmm. the chain Mm -hmm. mentally. Maybe that's what you're doing. I don't know. Maybe you're just procrastinating. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I I love hearing stories about things that have endured or changed the world or or whatever. And when you find out the story of them, they were done at the last minute uh-huh. uh, or or kind of like an an accident. Yeah. Um I think it's the song, um, the the Christmas Carol, uh, o, o Little Town of Bethlehem, mm-hmm. that it it was written like the the night before it was performed for the first time, the, the writer wow. was like, waited to the last minute, wrote it out, put music to it. I don't remember all the details now, but I'm like, ah, see, look at that. And that song's lasted for how long, <laughs> <laughs> procrastinators. Well, I think if you're,
1: especially if I think you're, you're, you're actively working on it. I mean, I know when I go for a walk or when I'm doing other things, I'm still working on things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's still in my head and it's simmering and it's, and then all of a sudden, I know, I know what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that doesn't happen until the last minute. So, mm-hmm. but with Christmas shopping, I tend to kind of think ahead. I enjoy it. Sure. So I, I it, to me, it's a great reason to take my nose off the grindstone and do something not work related.
0: Oh, Yeah yeah absolutely, absolutely. I, I get that yeah <laughs> well and I don't like wrapping presents either so you know I have all these things I, I don't enjoy I love wrapping
1: it... presents I love it
0: I'll send my gifts to you so you can wrap to them me? for me okay. yeah. <laughs>
1: you got it yeah
0: <laughs> all right uh, thinking about movies what actor should play Santa in an upcoming movie that he hasn't played Santa before or she hasn't played Santa uh, we'll, we'll be inclusive there uh, what do you, have you ever thought about that? Which which actor should play Santa?
1: Ooh, you know who first just flashed to mind uh, was Liam Neeson, but I don't think he has a Santa enough looking face. But he's so kind, and so much kindness comes through his eyes, mm-hmm. even if he's playing some kind of badass dude, you know, with mm. all of his guns and all of that he's still you (laughs) still see so much wisdom in his eyes uh who else conan o'brien would be a fabulous santa
0: i could see that
1: when when he gets a little older yeah yeah Um, yeah
0: I, i think conan would would have the 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 jolliness especially i think
1: yeah that's an interesting
0: yeah. choice, wow, yeah, I, I like but it, but
1: I'm thinking more inside the person, I'm not thinking, sure, the external, I'm thinking you know of the kindness and the they make me feel like I'm with Santa Claus, okay, just as people, so that's what I'm gonna go with
0: for now interesting, I like it um i I was just thinking i I think Saturday Night Live did a skit with Liam Neeson where he was Santa. Or had a like, like he was trying out for a role for Santa or something. Maybe it was another talk show. I'll have to look that up now, but
1: I bet it was funny. Liam Neeson is funny. Oh, he is. Yeah. I
0: I don't think he gets enough credit for his humor, but such
1: a talented guy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. I get, I get jealous of him. Yeah. (laughs) He could do, he could do it all. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, I was thinking about this and I can only, I can only think of, but I know he's already played santa but it was uh paul giamatti i don't know if, you, if you're familiar with him he's he's more of a character actor he mm-hmm. played in the um john adams miniseries some years ago um okay but he, he he's um and but yeah he played i think he played santa in fred claus now that uh that film i haven't seen okay. that but yeah i keep trying to think of somebody else but he's just popping into my head for some reason
1: <laughs> yeah who, who's this other one that I'm thinking of? You know, he was on ER um, for years and years. George Clooney.
0: George Clooney. Okay.
1: He, he might be a good Santa too.
0: Yeah. Uh, what Christmas themed food do you think is the grossest versus which one do you love the most?
1: What is like those, Those? you know, they're kind of like the in the fruitcake shape, but they have like jelly over it or whatever and it's filled with meat oh oh okay that's disgusting
0: mince mince meat
1: yes or no i don't know if it's that but it's like a it's like a jello that covers a bunch of meat (laughs) okay that seems really 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 gross to me
0: yeah um
1: like i've known people that have liver and onions Mm. (laughs) for a christmas dinner no 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 um I personally love, I love it when we do uh, Ukrainian Christmas um, because my dad is Ukrainian, I'm half Ukrainian. Uh, and Like the cabbage rolls and the um, borscht and the veronike, I love that. That is an awesome Christmas dinner. But I also love the traditional turkey. Gravy and stuffing and all that kind of stuff. You know, when you kind of rehash Thanksgiving again for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have such a I have a big family, so there's like no leftovers after mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. So it's nice to redo it at Christmas. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> Now we we do ham at Christmas and turkey on Thanksgiving, but. I do yeah. love the leftovers. Uh, the
1: leftovers are the best. So good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just start mixing it all together at one point, you know? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it's so good. And then yep. all the cranberry sauce, I love that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now this this one I've asked, uh, I'm sure I've asked someone before, but I, I like this question. I don't know if you do karaoke or not, but uh, what song would you kill during Christmas karaoke?
1: Anything by The Carpenters. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean. I'm I'm a huge I like Karen Carpenter's voice as my yeah fantasy voice. I would love to have her voice.
0: Every anytime their Christmas music comes on, I'm you know, I'm an instant puddle. I love it.
1: Yeah, you get all melty. It <laughs> yeah. melts you. Yeah.
0: Although I would I would say your um your cover of Santa Baby on your previous album, uh perfect.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. That was fun. that was a lot of fun.
0: I was just thinking about that the uh oh i it came on my uh, rotation here I have, I have a huge Christmas playlist on my phone, and it it That's popped so cool. up and I'm like, man, she takes a song that everybody's done and just makes it sound <laughs> fresh and fun and you just you hear that you you know you like Christmas, so
1: <laughs> yeah oh well, to me it was all about that background vocal arrangement. that was really, really cool. yeah, you know, just kind of like puttering around the house and going, uh, 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 and just coming up with something different, just different.
0: Okay. One more here and, uh, we'll end with this. What is your holiday guilty pleasure?
1: Oh, like reading a, a small stack of magazines mm-hmm. for an afternoon with a candle lit. Um, like just puttering around and listening to my horoscope. While cleaning up the Christmas carnage. There you go. (laughs) Um, You know, yeah. Uh just yeah, stuff like that. Just really um low brain output. Mm -hmm. You know, uh long walks. Mm. Long walks and then coming home taking a nap. Stuff like that.
0: Those are the best. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, it's the best. And when just no agenda. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: We have a dog now, we've had her for a year, and as much as she loves to go on walks, I mean, you can't say, you know, we, we now refer to it as the W word, you know, we can't say it out loud, or she's <laughs> like, oh, let's go,
2: you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, so then you're committed. Yes. Once you say that word, you're committed.
0: Yep. She's starting to pick up on the word go, you know, and oh. hearing that, but she loves walking but then when we get home she is ready for a nap she's ready to snuggle with you and yeah. and just sleep the afternoon away so yeah <laughs> love it
1: well are you going to be able to do that with her over the holiday
0: yep absolutely yeah
1: that's your gift to her yeah she's a priority
0: that's right yeah yeah my uh, my kids are moving out here slowly but surely and oh. and uh but she'll be sticking around so
1: <laughs> well, yeah and you can get more dogs to love too
0: that's right yeah well we we like uh, there's a couple areas out in the country that are pretty well sheltered so we're able to let her kind of run off the leash and uh, she strange. loves chasing squirrels and rabbits and <laughs> this morning she she got into some bushes and un- uncovered a bunch of uh, uh, pheasants like five or six pheasants just started shooting out everywhere and she's running after them barking and oh! just having a field day <laughs>
1: Didn't hurt them though. Did she? No, no, no. Oh, good.
0: She makes enough noise. They, uh, they run off before she gets there. So <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, poor pheasants.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I th- I think they were able to recover, but
1: <laughs> that's good. Yeah. After their, their heart rate came down.
0: <laughs> uh, But yeah, we like to, we like to say she protects us from squirrels, you know, and uh, those, <laughs> those are her nemesis. So <laughs> mm-hmm. well, Rhea, thank you so much for coming on today. Talking to us about your music, about Christmas. We, I always love hearing from you.
1: Oh, likewise. Thank you very much for having me. It's always starting to feel like tradition doing this. Absolutely. having me.
0: Well, and again, uh, her new album is Santa's Taken Over the Town. It's available now. Uh, you can download it, uh, I believe, on your website. You sell CDs. and.
1: Yeah, the Santa's Taken Over the Town deluxe edition CD includes the new album uh, plus the Tis the Season album. So it's okay. two albums in one. It's twenty-one songs, and the artwork on it is so cool. It's like a scrapbook kind of experience with uh, really, really cool pictures and fantastic design that kind of enhances the listening experience. And um, mm-hmm. so that CD is uh, is uh, will be signed. So if you leave your name at checkout, I will sign it for you and um, personalize it however you would like me to, and um, or Santa's taken over the town. The 10 song album is out anywhere you stream music.
0: And uh, Tiss the Season, that's your second album, uh, Christmas album, right?
1: That's, that album was like, I just love all the romantic songs on that. And then the the Mm -hmm. covers, um, Santa Baby, Santa Claus is coming to town, and um, the Holly and the Ivy woven into all through the night. It's a really special album too, but it was cool to actually put them all on CD together.
0: Yeah. So you'll you'll get a a, a very, just a great collection of Christmas songs. So, um, And see your website, uh, where can they find you online?
1: R E H Y A S T E V E N S R-E-H-Y-A-S-T-E-V-E-N-S.com. And just go over to the music page and you'll find the CD front and center.
0: All right. Well, uh, as always, links will be down in the show notes. And Raya, thanks again for coming on.
1: Thanks so much, Art. I'll talk to you soon. You bet. Okay, bye-bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Cozy Christmas Podcast. If you'd like to help support the show, the best thing that you can do is to share it on your social media account, share it with a friend, leave us a rating and a review, because that really does help get the word out. I could not do this without you guys, and I appreciate it all so much. If you would like to help us out in a financial way, there are several options for you listed in the show notes. You can make a donation on ko-fi.com. And if you send me your address, I will send out a Christmas card with a bookmark or sticker as my way of saying thank you. There's also uh, some t-shirts, podcast merchandise, hand-painted ornaments I've done over the uh, this past year. And a special thank you to Karen and Angela Your support, not just your financial support, but your encouragement, your positivity, your absolute joy over what I do here really helps keep the podcast moving. And it keeps me inspired to keep doing what I'm doing. So thank you and others who have given so generously this past year. Thank you. And until next time, let's remember to honor Christmas in our hearts and try to keep it all the year. Have a very Merry Christmas.